We are back with another edition of our Four Questions Journalist Spotlight. And we are talking with Matt McClure with the Georgia News Network. Uh, good afternoon, Matt. Hey there, Mitch. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for, uh, thank you for taking some time with us. I guess, first off, give me a little background about, about you. I know you recently returned to, to Georgia from some time abroad. And, uh, and then talk to us about what GNN is all about. And I joke when I say abroad, because right, yeah, abroad, yeah. meaning out of the South, abroad, the yeah. South, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, um, you know, I grew up here in Georgia. I, I used to work at GNN. I uh, was the morning anchor for several years, a few years ago, um, and then left and went to New York for a few years, as you alluded to, and came back. Um, but I'll kind of start at the beginning. I always feel like, and, and I say this, this sort of if people get this reference, it sort of reveals their age a little bit. I sort of feel like Ted Baxter when I say it all started at a small 5,000 watt radio station in Fresno, California. But my story started at a small 10,000 watt radio station in Dahlonega, Georgia. That's yeah. sort of where I got my, um, my start in broadcasting. I was um, uh, in Dahlonega one year for the Gold Rush Festival that they have up there every year. Um, uh, probably not this year, but every other year they've had it. And uh, they were doing a live remote. And I was like, well, that looks fun. I was about 15 years old, 14, 15. And so, the, you know, I'm sure they're thinking, who is this kid coming up to the, the radio booth? Um, mm -hmm. But my cousin was kind of, kind of well known in town. And he was like, hey, this kid, this kid might be good. And so they let me sort of be the official taste tester of the food. And so I got like the best job ever um, going around and taste testing all the food and talking about it. And I fell in love with radio and have really been, I've been broadcasting in one way or another ever since, you know, whether it be radio or TV. Um, from, from WDGR uh, in Dahlonega, it was AM 1210 uh, back in the day. I went, uh, my first sort of real radio job was at uh, AM 1330 in Gainesville. Went from there to, um, what was at the time, Magic 102.9. Uh, we were a top 40 station, then an oldie station in, in Gainesville. Now that's WDUN-FM. And I also worked at WDUN AM uh, at the time and, and became the afternoon news anchor there. Um, went into TV. My first TV job was at the old WNEG Channel 32 in Tacoa. Um, and then I uh, went, started freelancing a bit at WGST and Georgia News Network in about 2004. Got full-time there. I was morning show producer. My, my, it was my first full-time job at WGST. I was morning show producer for, uh, for Tom Hughes. Um, I was a uh, morning show producer for Randy and Spiff uh, during their short stint at WGST um, and then became the morning anchor for GNN. Um, then, you know, I mean, about 2009, everything went south in the economy and uh, there were a bunch of layoffs and I got laid off in one of those rounds and decided to uh, adventure for myself up in New York um, and worked at, at a couple of TV stations up in New York, uh, luckily enough. Um, the most recent was New York One, uh, the all news uh, TV station and uh, was the money reporter there and actually became the money reporter um, because I had worked, one of, my, one of my first jobs up in New York was at the Wall Street Journal Radio Network, and, which is now defunct as well. And um, worked up there for about a year and also freelance doing a, uh, being a co-host for a national talk show, a health and wellness um, talk show on TV. So it's like I've sort of done a sort of wide varied amount of broadcasting and type of broadcasting in my life. But radio is always the thing that I will love more than anything. I have always loved it and I, I always will. So you came back to, to Georgia last year, is that right? In September, okay. yeah. Okay. Um, my, my good friend and my old boss at uh, GNN, Matt Cook, 
um, was retiring. And I just happened to see, I was kind of looking around, you know, job postings, uh, wasn't actively looking at anything. And I thought, well, there's this interesting executive producer, Georgia News Network. Like, what, what's the deal with this? So I emailed Matt and he actually connected me in with it. He's like, um, that's my job. I'm retiring. Come take my job, essentially. <laughs> so uh, that is uh, kind of the, the long and short of what happened. And I'm, I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled to be back. All right. So. For our listeners, viewers who may not be familiar with what the Georgia News Network is, GNN, let's let's kind of walk through that because it's, I mean, this network's been around for thirty plus years at least. Forty years now, actually. This year is our it's our fortieth anniversary this 40th. year. Okay. What a, what a year to have your fortieth anniversary um, yeah. when things are just so <laughs> weird. But um, it's uh, definitely a year that, that none of us will forget, right? So yeah. so GNN is um, as you say the Georgia News Network. And chances are you've heard us and you might, you might have heard us and just not known it because we, you know, come on your local radio station. So if people are in, you know, Statesboro or if they're in Macon or if they're in Tifton or Tacoa, you know, you're going to hear us on your local radio station and we'll say GNN and you'll hear this is GNN, the Georgia News Network. Um, but it comes on your local radio station. So we are a statewide news network. We provide two minute newscasts and one minute newscasts for our affiliates throughout the day, each hour. Um, and uh, also reports and, and stuff that they can integrate into their own local newscasts. So you might hear my voice or Rob Stadler's voice or Scott Kimbler's voice or Gabrielle Ware's voice on uh, one of those local newscasts with, you know, your own local news anchor actually anchoring the, the news. And we're right. on about 140-ish affiliates across the state. Okay. And, uh, and, and it's a feed, so the stations can use your broadcasts whenever it fits into their schedule, right? That's right. Like our, yeah. our um, two minute newscast, for example, will come in uh, at the top, they'll, they'll, you know, feed to our affiliates via uh, satellite at the top out, uh, top of the hour and at the bottom of the hour. So they can kind of use it in either one of those places. We also have an on demand website and an FTP site that they can just download that file from. Okay. And like a lot of our affiliates now, they'll have like Radio Spider or some type of software like that that will just go to our website, grab that piece of audio and put it into their automation. So it just you know, plays, it all runs itself, essentially. Well, that's cool. And then you've got, I know John Clark has some feature segments that he does for you guys too, right? John Clark, yeah, he uh, has been ho the host of Georgia Focus now for several years, probably, I don't know, going on 15 years, John's been hosting Georgia Focus. Um, and it's our weekly public affairs show. And that, of course, helps the affiliates, you know, fulfill their obligation to, to <clears throat> be of community service um, in each week. And so it's a half hour show. And he talks about stuff that's of statewide interest. So, you know, he might be talking to um, the Red Cross one week about disaster preparedness. And then the next week, he might be talking to the governor about things that are going on in the state. So it, it kind of varies topic wise, um, but it's a great show. And then he also does... Um, a little uh, uh, Georgia Focus extra features, which are like little like five minute interviews that the affiliates will get. We also do sports casts. We do um, uh, we broadcast on our. We've got a, a an A channel and a B channel. So the A channel is all our main programming, and the B channel on satellite will do a lot of long form programming, like um, we did the uh, the high school football playoffs uh, this past uh, year from uh, from I almost said the Georgia Dome. My goodness, that's really, I, I did really just get back to Georgia, didn't I? Um, at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Um, so, yeah. So I, didn't, it, I didn't even catch that. Yeah, you're right. I know. I'm like, oh, <laughs> my mind. The Georgia Dome is no more. 
Yeah, and, but, you, uh, and, and some of these segments are shared across some of the other regional networks. Is that correct? In, in the Carolinas or Virginia? Yeah. So what we do, we also do in addition to running Georgia News Network. So out of Atlanta, we're all part of iHeartMedia, and so iHeartMedia also runs um, the Virginia News Network and the South Carolina Radio Network. And we also provide uh, newscasts for um, several of our iHeartMedia-owned news talk stations in North Carolina. So um, we do a lot in, in the Atlanta newsroom. We are responsible for producing you know, the vast majority of the news that goes on all of those networks. Um, and we also, you know, if we're not doing it, we also have some folks in Birmingham who will pick up some of that, like on the weekends with the Virginia News Network, they'll do that. Uh, yep. But the vast majority, we, we do right out of our Atlanta newsroom on, on Peachtree Road. Of course, right now we're all doing it scattered across the northern half of the state from home. <laughs> yeah. So you got – and you were doing uh, NBC radio out of there for a while. Is that still happening, NBC? It, it is still happening. The, the, the woman who used to anchor NBC News Radio for us um, out of our Atlanta newsroom is no longer with the company, but – um, we still, you know, do we'll do it on like a fill-in basis or whatever. They'll, it, it is anchored primarily out of the the hub of the section of, of iHeartMedia that we are part of, which is twenty four seven news. That's located in Phoenix, um, and so we'll, you know, the anchors there will do it primarily. But then anchors from all across the country, including Atlanta, will do it kind of anytime you need. All right, and then and then the newest thing, you've, uh, the the Black Information Network, that's kind of part of the the family too now, right? That's right. That's right. Just launched um, not that long ago, several days ago now. And um, it's really like such an, I think, an exciting and much needed thing. And it's actually not, you know, it's funny because, you know, some people will say, well, is it could, could this be like, you know, the uh, uh, pandering to a particular audience or whatever. But actually, this is something that's been in the works for some time. You know, I mean, I um, first heard about this Back first of the, I think January, uh, one of my bosses mentioned that something like this was coming down the pike. Right. But everything that's been happening lately was just sort of the catalyst to get it going at this particular time. All right. So obviously reporting has changed for a lot of people recently. Um, how has reporting changed for you guys? Uh, obviously you're doing more from home, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, we're doing the vast majority of everything from home. Like, I mean, I have not been into the studio. I mean, I've been in once in the last, like, three, three and a half months now. You know, I mean, it's it's kind of crazy. I Luckily, when all this happened, it sort of happened for us. We were kind of the guinea pig for all of iHeart in working from home because we had somebody in our building who had come in contact with someone who had tested positive for COVID. This was back in, back in late March. And so I got a call. I was already in bed because I, you know, I wake up usually at <laughs> I have to drive an hour to go to work. Um, but I um, was already in bed and I get a call from my boss and I'm like, oh, this can't be good. Like the, the vice president of news is calling me, at, you know, midnight. Yeah. And um, he's found out about this. He said, nobody can go in. And so between like midnight and 5 a.m., we had to sort of figure it out. And I was on the phone with our anchors. And luckily we had sort of been in the planning stages already for this. So we had, a lot of people had things already set up and tested, but, you know, it was definitely trial by fire. And so now, you know, we basically do everything from home. I mean, it, it's good in a way, too, though, because a lot of, say, press conferences that we, you know, we don't necessarily have street reporters to go out and send to every press conference anymore. 
thank God for John Clark because he does, he's, uh, as you mentioned earlier, he's our affiliate relations director and host of Georgia Focus, but he also will go out to a press conference, like if the governor's giving a big press conference or, you know, if the uh, Georgia chamber has a big meeting or so, you know, stuff like that, he can go out and, and bring us back sound from those. Um, but now so many people are doing things like we are now through Zoom or they're streaming right, right. Press, pressers on, on their Facebook page or whatever. That part of it has been great for us because we get so much more coverage than we would be able to <laughs> staffing wise otherwise, you know? Uh, <clears throat> all right. So the fun question. So what, what's the coolest thing about you that uh, people will think, oh, that's cool, that, they're, that people might not know about? Um, I guess, you know, I... I it may sound a little cliche. There's not a lot that's cool about me. Um, I'm usually the nerdiest person in the room, but I, uh, I'm, I'm one thing that people might not know. I'm an actor as well. I've uh, been in kind of a ton of, of musical theater. Like that's sort of where my in plays and stuff. That's kind of where my passion is. My, cool. you know, we that's don't get cool. to do a lot of that right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I've also been, um, uh, I did a, a national commercial for a major uh, furniture, furniture store chain, I was in a print ad for them as well. So that all came through my, my acting career. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's something that it's, it's very similar to doing news in a way where, you, you know, you're storytelling essentially. Uh, although in the news, you know, you have to have to tell the truth of what's going on. Right. Um, but in, in acting, you still have to tell the truth. You just have to tell your character's truth, you know, and so it's, it's just <laughs> sure. a different way of, it's a different way of looking at it. Yeah. Uh, so what are some topics that GNN is going to be wanting to look into in the, in the near future? And obviously COVID and, uh, the racial unrest and all of those kinds of things. But, you know, what's, I, I guess I'm looking for what, what's kind of unique and different about how you want to cover these kinds of stories versus how, you know, WSB radio might cover it or a, a, another local radio station. Right. Well, I mean, you know, our focus is always sort of on the the state of Georgia as a whole and and how do people what are the things that people care about in the smaller town, you know, in, in Vidalia and in Demarest? What do those people care about? Like, how is it going to affect them as well as how is it going to affect people in Metro Atlanta? But but, <clears throat> you know, primarily folks in the more rural parts of the state outside of Atlanta. So, you know, I mean, my one of my big uh, folks is going forward is going to be where, you know, really, where do we go from here? The state budget, they just had to cut 10% from the state budget. How is that going to affect the services um, and things that the state provides to communities all across Georgia? Um, and then how are we going to be affected by all of this going forward into next year? I mean, obviously the fiscal year uh, budget is what they just passed in Atlanta. Uh, so we've got a while before the next fiscal budget has to be passed, almost 12 months now. But then, you know, you've, you've got to be looking ahead and thinking about, is the economy going to recover enough to where we can actually be on some solid footing a year from now? So that, that's kind of, you know, my, my thought process going forward. And then, like, how do we all come together to be able to, to address all of these issues, the, the pandemic, uh, you know, racial unrest, uh, and the protests and all of that, it, it's, um, you know, it's a complicated and really weird time, but we've, we always look at it at that, through that lens rather of um, how does it affect everyday Georgians? Yeah, and, and I know there are a lot of issues of healthcare that are a bit different outside of Metro Atlanta than in Atlanta. 
you know, there's inter-rural broadband issues that have been plaguing the state for a long time, so that kind of thing. Uh, agriculture, those, those kinds of topics, yeah. I think. Well, and, you're, and you're talking about broad, you know, broadband. You know, that really came into focus during this pandemic, too, with a lot of kids having to learn from home. And you know, a lot of the kids in rural parts of the state just don't have access to broadband internet at home. And so what do you do at that point? I mean, I live in a community out in West Georgia where there's, you know, we, we luckily have good internet here, but you go down the road, you know, a half mile and there's, you know, it's either dial up or you're on your LTE on your phone and that's kind of it. Dial up. Man, that's a sound I haven't heard in a long time. I know that that old that, that, that takes me back. That takes me back to the '90s. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the early early '90s. I know it. I know it. Uh, all right. So, uh, fun stuff. So, uh, what's the last fun book that you read, or the last book you read that you're going to admit to? Well, I'm actually. I just started a book. It was it was really popular a couple of years ago. I'm always late to these to the party on these things, um, but I actually just started a book. <laughs> it's called The Subtle Art of Not Giving a word that yeah. rhymes with yeah. duck right, and right. um and it's a it's it's sort of a self-help book but it's a very sarcastic self-help book which fits me great um and it, it sort of like the title uh suggests it's about it's not it's not really about not you know uh caring about the things that happen in your life but it's about um letting those things that happen in your life sort of roll off your back, you know, it's sort of like, um, uh, what is it? Water off a duck's back kind of a kind right, of an right, right. In your life. So it, that is a, is a good one. It's, um, I'm just now really getting into it. I actually did. I just read, um, I try to read every time a, a, a presidential election cycle comes around. I try to read a lot of the books that come out by the presidential candidates just so I can kind of get to know them a little okay. bit more. And so I did a lot of that reading over the past several months. I got a few of those, not books on tape, but through, um, through audible, uh, that I would stream in the car because I, you know, I have a nice long commute, so I got a lot of that listening in on my in on my car ride yeah. and back to Atlanta. <laughs> All right, so I'll I'll fess up the the last book I read. I was just pulling it up here on my on my phone because I couldn't remember the title. This book was called "The This Is the Way the World Ends: An Oral History of the Zombie War." Oh no! <laughs> Wait, was that a book about 2020? <laughs> yeah, there, there, there were there were some connections there that I thought. That, <laughs> I had to go back and see when did this guy write this because it looks like he wrote it about a month ago. Uh, right, it's about either that or it's a book by Nostradamus, one of the two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so favorite Atlanta restaurant? Oh, God, I can't. You remember going to restaurants, Mitch? Oh uh, my God! I, 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 my, my, I remember my grandparents talking about that. I don't right. Okay, it's to go been to so restaurants. Long. <laughs> um, I can. I, I think I have two. I was trying to okay. narrow it down, but I, I think I have two in my mind. Um, one is. I don't. It's become a little more touristy over the years, but it's uh, it's pretty legendary. Mary Max Tea Room. Yep. yep. I love Mary Max, um, and just the atmosphere and like when people come in from out of town and stuff, it's a great place to take them. And you know, because people are so friendly and the food's just so it's a great old fashioned Southern food. You know. Yep. So there's yep. that, and then there's also um, Cafe Intermezzo. Um, yeah. There's yeah. Cafe Intermezzo in Midtown. There used to. I got into Cafe Intermezzo because you know where our studio is. Uh, there on Peachtree. There, Cafe Intermezzo used to be just like right next door essentially and so they moved several years ago but i used to go there like after work all the time and um now uh, they had moved like further away to midtown so it's a little bit more of a hike for me to go after work but um it's so great like you can you know have any coffee drink you want you won't you won't sleep for a month after you go there <laughs> all right uh favorite guilty pleasure 
Uh, well, I get, okay, so during the pandemic, um, I have, you know, obviously spent a lot more time at home. So I guess my favorite guilty pleasure, aside from food right now, is binge watching TV shows. <laughs> I never thought that I would watch an entire series about um, a guy, a crazy guy, um, who takes care of tigers and there's like a murder <laughs> plot and the whole thing, you know? Right. So there was that there's Downton Abbey. I watched the whole thing. Um, uh, you know, a couple more series uh, to like Outlander started watching that. Like there's just a lot of, a lot of good TV that now I've finally, cause I've never, never been good at like yeah. watching series like people at work and stuff would be talking. Have you seen this show? Have you seen that right. show? Right. Eh, no, not really. Cause I work all the time. <laughs> right. Um, but now that I'm spending more time at home, I get about two, two, two and a half hours back a day because I don't have to commute right now. So that's that's true. That's true. Yeah, right, a lot more uh, time to watch TV. <laughs> so local, local getaway, some place you like to go to get away from it all. Huh, um, couple, well, a couple of places actually. I I grew up, grew up um, just on the shores of Lake Lanier. Really, I grew up in the Gainesville area, so I love going to the lake. But I also love so out in I live out in West Georgia now, and there is a place in the beautiful town of Bremen, Georgia. It's called Trillium uh, Vineyard, and it is fan like just fantastic. It's actually run. It's a it's a place to go now. Like they just you know have been following state guidelines and have just reopened to the public right. not all right. that long ago. Um, but it's actually you know they're they've got the tables far enough apart, and you can feel like you're socially distanced. You go during the day that it's not really busy, but it's a beautiful vineyard that they have. You can do wine tastings or get a bottle there or whatever. And when you do, it's actually run by um, uh, Bruce and Karen, and they are uh, a couple of retired pharmacists who started this um, uh, winery a few years ago. And um, the wine is fantastic. And so they, being pharmacists, not only do they understand the chemistry of the wine, they understand um, the proper precautions to take during a time like this. So you feel safe going. <laughs> okay. And uh, it's like the only place that I have been in public. I've only been, I think, twice in the past like three months it's the only okay. place that i've been <laughs> all right and then last question uh favorite non-work hobby oh favorite non-work well i guess i would have to kind of go back to watching tv right now and eating i do love food i i will say i enjoy i don't you would think spending as much time at home um as i do uh, or as i as i have been i would uh, be cooking more but i really enjoy cooking actually one thing spending time at, I guess I would hope that my new hobby would be um, chickens. <laughs> it's funny because, yeah, I've gotten into the idea. We cook breakfast every morning now and we go through so many eggs. I'm like, we should just have chickens to right. you know, get eggs right, right. every day. So yes. I'm kind of in the, like, yeah. I've got materials now to build okay. a chicken coop out back and I'm going to do it. By gosh, by the time I go back to work, we're going to have it done. But you, but you don't have the chickens yet. Don't have the chickens yet, but I have okay. been working on it. I've, if you looked at my YouTube video history right now, literally all of the videos <laughs> for the past like month would be chicken videos. Yeah, I, I have I have a neighbor who's got, she's got chickens, and we get some eggs from her once in a while. They're they're good. They're really good. Yeah, it's you know, and you can control like I think the how the eggs taste and like the flavor of the eggs through what you feed them. Too. Which you feed them. It's, it's yeah, wild. exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I think she feeds them bourbon and tequila or something. Oh yeah. That, that, see, good. those are those are my kind of chickens. There you go. <laughs> you know, a little breakfast, get a little kick with your breakfast. That's good. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I should. I, I actually I should suggest that her husband is a. He makes his own beer, so he'd probably be right on top of that. Nice. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So, so if folks have story ideas, obviously you, you want to look for something that's got a little bit of a Georgia angle for your 
for your listenership, would would they email you, one of your reporters, or Rob Stadler, or kind of all of the above? You can email all of the above. You can email me. It's uh, Matt McClure, and the last name, M-C-C-L-U-R-E. It's all one word, at iheartmedia.com. Okay. Um, or you can email us, GNN, really easy, GNN at iheartmedia.com. Either one of those okay. will come to me. Right. And then you guys kind of decide, hey, this is good or this is not good, that kind of thing. Well, yeah, but, you know, of course, it's be, it'll be based on if we think that people in the state will be interested and the resources that we have to be able to give the, the story good coverage and that kind of thing. Right, right. So you've got Rob, who's anchoring in the Rob Stabber is my PM anchor. Um, okay. I anchor in the mornings. Um, we have Scott Kimbler, who does a lot of anchoring for South Carolina for us, but also does a lot of reporting for Georgia. And then our weekend anchor right now is uh, Gabrielle Ware. She just started with us not all that long ago. Right. And we've got a good team. We also have, um, you know, reporting and doing some anchoring for other states. We've got Kathy White. We've got Mitch Evans. We've got a really good team there. Cool. Cool. Uh, let's see. So anything, um, we've covered a lot of ground. Anything that uh, we haven't talked about that, that you that you thought, oh, I forgot. Forgot to mention that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't think, you know, I, I, uh, I don't think so. Like, I really have, I think I've given basically every detail of my entire life. So no. <laughs> in, in 20 short minutes. Excellent. That's right. That's right. Well, cool. well, thanks. All right. We've been talking with Matt McClure with the Georgia News Network. Uh, join us hopefully next week, maybe the week after, because I got to go. I got to do some camping. But um, soon we'll have another one of these, maybe another week or so. And I don't know who it is yet, but we got some good folks lined up and we'll talk to you everyone soon.